So thank you so much for joining today, guys. This is the Pop Health Show. This show is for anyone that has a super strong passion. As you know, for emerging technologies, we talk a lot lately about decentralized culture. We talk a lot about AI. We talk a lot about impact and this new theme of assets. But most importantly, we love to have people like Joseph on the show. So Joseph Argiro is uh, with Iron Key Capital. So he has a very interesting background, but most importantly, I don't want to steal his thunder. He is the founder of Iron Key Capital. He's doing some amazing stuff in the Web3 space. He's doing some things um, that uh, will come out on this show, but I'm really glad to have Joseph on the show. Joseph, welcome. Thanks for having me, Anthony. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. Great to have you on. And uh, maybe you can tell us, take us, uh, take us back and teleport us back to where things started for you. What led you down the path to where you're at today? You're working on some pretty interesting stuff, but uh, tell me your origin story. Sure. So my origin story uh, goes back to 2015 where, when I built uh, a company that resembled Uber and Airbnb for college tours. So marketplace platform business model to allow students to circumvent the college touring system. Had some problems with that, but really that's where I developed my thesis around that the marketplace platform business model is just uh, the next evolution of blockchain. Mm -hmm. And that's really what led me to the thesis that blockchain is just the next evolution of the marketplace platform business model. Um, so in the first bull run in 2017, I joined a startup as the second employee called ICOalert.com. So mm -hmm. if you Google initial coin offering in 2017, we were the top search result on Google. Wow. So my job was to report on and aggregate 50 to 100 data points on every blockchain startup that ever existed to a community of around 10,000 retail ICO investors. And through that work, I developed a lens into what makes a blockchain startup or an ICO su successful. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what led me to found Iron Key Capital, which is an investment management company across liquid and venture assets in the space. Nice. Um, so Joseph, uh, tell me a little bit more about uh, Iron Key Capital. Like, what what type of deals, opportunities are you looking for? And obviously, it's dual sided too, right? So you you have uh, different investors, different backgrounds as well. So you want investors, you want um, to be able to syndicate deals and things like that. But tell me about the, the the process of starting that. What are you looking for on both sides of that? What type of themes are you looking to invest in? Uh, and just love to hear your thoughts about the market. Obviously, we're living in a really interesting post-Bitcoin ETF world, right before the Bitcoin halving. Uh, lots of new narratives. Uh, just love to hear more about that. Yeah. Sure. So my background after ICO Alert was working in the uh, digital innovation, blockchain innovation lab at Hewlett Packard Enterprise. So enterprise adoption of blockchain. Mm -hmm. And I was unable to get funding for any of the open source permissionless protocols that I wanted to integrate into the enterprise, which is why I ended up leaving, but also how I developed my investment thesis in crypto in that real, in, in that the thesis is that real world economic activity will start to get impacted by Web3 technologies. So 
So, so that is, is, is how, how IRT Capital came about. Uh, we, we look at liquid tokens primarily from 500 and 3,000 in market cap and offer investors a diversified portfolio to emerging stage crypto on the mm. hedge fund side. The, on the venture side, we share that investment thesis, but we look at writing $100,000, $150,000 checks into pre-seed or seed stage Web3 companies with a mix of equity and tokens. And what we found is that a large majority of the time, the value will accrue to either the equity or the token in the long run. There are mm-hmm. some uh, outlier examples there that don't fit that 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 example. For example, BNB coin is a good example that that doesn't fit that thesis. But what we found that the overwhelming majority, 99% of the time, that's not the case. So mm-hmm. that is really where uh, the, the the mindset that we're approaching ventures from is from a value accrual standpoint across equity and tokens. Nice, nice. And um, tell me a little bit more about what you see happening now, right? So enterprise adoption is really important. Uh, reality merging with the concept of tokenization, right, is a big theme. And obviously RWA is a big theme of that. Um, but you also have a lot of two other new emerging technology trends as well. I'd love your take on to see if there's a convergence point. Metaverse was very hot pre-bear market, right? Is Metaverse still hot? Spatial computing, I'm, I'm sure your TikTok and Instagram feed is full of people now, uh, you know, using the, the new Vision Pro on Apple. There's also AI, of course. I mean, AI is just changing and driving everything. Some new chains that have AI narrative baked into them. It's hard to tell which chains really do have AI baked into them and, and why that's important. But uh, tell me a little bit more about some of the exciting technologies, uh, any use cases, maybe some deal flow you're already getting that is, um, you know, pretty promising. And um, yeah, just tell me a little bit more about what, what excites you. Sure. I think that uh, one narrative that I'm seeing time and time again in, in crypto these days is real world assets. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of hype and chatter about them on LinkedIn and socials, but the reality is that a, there, there is very, very little volume of real-world assets being actually traded right. on a blockchain anywhere. So it's really just a narrative right now. We, we, we haven't really seen liquidity pick up uh, there. I think what's interesting in that space what we're, we're more interested in when it comes to real-world assets is the uh, physical to digital networks and things, uh, use cases that in crypto that will actually uh, coordinate real-world uh, real world activity to be... Mm-hmm. Give me a second. I'll come back to that. No worries. So what we're focused on when it comes to real world assets is the subset that's focused on uh, that's actually called DPIN or decentralized physical to, to digital networks. Uh, right. This trend was started by the Helium network a couple of years yep. ago. Now we're starting to see other implementations mm-hmm. of real world networks that are being bootstrapped with crypto economic incentives. So I think that that's uh, and Helium gave the way to unlock you know, other use cases in that space like decentralized 5G 
and, and some other uh, interesting applications of, of Web3 that impact the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's really uh, a, a narrative that I think has teeth moving forward in with in real world assets, which is the blending together decentralized physical and digital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Um, yeah, Iotex is an investor in us, right? And so Iotex is, is doing some phenomenal work in DPIN. I think there's Hive Mapper as well with the the drivers, right? It's kind of like you know leveraging the the gig workers and meshing that that real world. So DPIN does seem like a real important uh, narrative. Um, I saw an estimate, I think, last end of last year, Deloitte saying uh, $16 trillion of assets will now be, you know, coming online, impact assets, climate climate credits, uh, carbon credits, climate credits. There's 170 different credits just in impact alone. And obviously, a lot of Fortune 5000 companies have to do these offsets, and they're probably going to consolidate. Um, but what are some other, like, uh, maybe real-world asset use cases, and why would that be, be the case? I mean, you hear a lot of discussions about just, like, what, you know, uh, Helium is doing and HiveMapper is doing as well. Could DPIN and RWA have a convergence point with supply chain, right? And can you tokenize supply chains? Can you tokenize warehouses? That's a big discussion lately. Can you tokenize the vehicles that are idle somewhere or a fleet that's idle and tokenize that and put that, those assets to work through tokens? I don't want to put words in your mouth, but tell me a little bit more on, on maybe some of the, the asset categories or maybe other use cases that, that are pretty promising. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, just to piggyback on your deep pin examples, one that's, I think, really tangible is Demo, which is allowing you to generate rewards from your actual vehicle, right? Yeah. So taking that vehicle data and, and turning it into, into tokenized rewards, I think is a is a great example. Uh, to, to also to piggyback on uh, on the Go project in that in, in, in climate tech specifically is that mm-hmm. I think there's a there's a real convergence happening with real world assets and impact technology. And an example of of, of uh, you know a, an idea in that space is actually turning uh, turning the carbon credits or uh, real real world assets into a, um, sorry, turning carbon credits into a stable coin backed by real world assets in the impact space, whether that's carbon credits or carbon offset allowances, you name it. But theoretically, you could have a stable, a better stable coin model that's backed by these type of impact assets, which are real world assets. So I think that's really, I think, uh, uh, just an example of kind of where we see real world assets converging with impact technology Mm -hmm. and something that we, you know, we we dearly need, which is better stablecoin technology. So I think that's kind of where I see like an intersection of these sectors. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's I appreciate that. Yeah, I haven't heard of that company, or maybe I'm just I'll need to research that company as well. But it is fascinating. Like almost like anything that has value, the notion of values is changing. It's phenomenal, right? It's it's almost like uh, economic alchemy that we're in. Um, obviously, these asset managers, right, post ETF world, you know, they're looking at where their next block of assets are going to be, and um, so the the digitization of what's happening out there is pretty pretty exciting. Um, Joseph, I can imagine you're super, I know you're super busy, right? And so tell me a little bit, uh, um, and, and you're doing some amazing work. Um, tell me a little bit about what, what you know, takes up most of your days and times. As we all know, Web3 doesn't sleep, right? And, and, and it definitely doesn't sleep in this bull market or pre-super cycle, whatever we're in right now. 
now's the time that everyone is like, you know, drinking a little bit more coffee than ever to make sure that the opportunity, you know, gets where it needs to go. What's your day in the life like? Like, what are you working on next? Obviously, you've done a lot of good work and put put together um, the next iteration of Iron Key Capital. Um, tell me what you're working on now or what you're going to work on in the future. And then also, I just love to hear about your vision of the future. What does success look like for you over the next at least, you know, two to three years? Sure. So the way I'm spending my time these days is really on the 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 passion component for venture um, that I've developed over the last 18 months, and mm-hmm. what we're building towards is a venture community that lives on chain. Yeah. So we have investment syndicate, and we have an angel investor education program. Mm-hmm. That's an eight crash course in Web3 angel investing and venture. Yeah. And the reason why I've dedicated so much time to this in the last year is that. A lot of the Web2 educational programs around venture capital are broken, and mm-hmm. we realized we could rebuild that business model better as a DAO at a lower price point with a better product right. to actually help really qualified people in the Web3 space take all the guesswork out of getting into annual investing yeah. in venture capital in an eight-week craft course and then give you access to the network, the tools, the resources that you need to be successful, whether it's having one foot in this space as you work on your full-time job or company. Um, and we're really building that, that, that foundational community to, to help people on that, on that journey. Nice. Um, so it's not really where my time is being spent and really looking to open up that community uh, on chain over the next, over the next six to nine months to really allow anyone to participate in this ecosystem and, 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 and get involved. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's really exciting, right? You know, especially, you know, in a post uh, ETF world where hopefully Bitcoin and blockchain, it sounds like it's going to become more of a household name. And so your traditional investor uh, doesn't have that exposure now. Their financial advisor should have said something to them about, you know, wait on Bitcoin or or now's the time to get into the ETF. And so it's great that you're educating um, to have an education side to it as, as well, too, because obviously a lot of angel investors are looking for diversification. A lot are also nervous with the fluctuations that go on with tech and uh, the fluctuations that AI builds into it, too. Right. They did an angel investments on a few things last past few years. And, you know, GPTs are popping up and and changing, you know, really throwing monkey wrenches into those businesses and those distribution models, because now you have GPTs that, that do that thing. So. Um, so yeah, it is fascinating. Congratulations to your work. I'm assuming that, you know, for our listeners out there, there's probably two intake processes, right? There's for, for iron key capital, you're looking for angel investors, early stage founders, right? You're looking for deal flow as well. I'm assuming like you can go to iron key capital's website and engage in both of those intake processes. Uh, am I, am I correct? That's correct. Yeah. We, uh, we offer, uh, the venture DAO model to experienced angel investors who either have access to deal flow or investors, they can plug into our community uh, that way and actually get compensated comp- compensated uh, in, in in equity and carried interest for participating. And right. then we also have uh, the Venture Fellow Program, which is the educational side of people, which is an MBA level program that's designed to teach people the zero to one skill set of a Web3 angel investor. And that's mm-hmm. really getting people comfortable on writing their first or maybe second angel check and they want to take this a little bit more seriously. And that's really where you can hone your skill set and, 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 and evolve, evolve into 
um, you know, the venture partner role as, as time goes on. But but those are the two ways that you can plug in. You can definitely, you know, uh, find us on at ironkeycapital.com, and we'd love to hear from you. Nice, nice. Well, Joseph, I, I mean, I, I think in this in this episode, in this microcast that we do, and and we try and do it and contain it in a time that you know someone's driving from their next place to the other, super valuable, most importantly, information. But even more important than that, I was very excited to hear about your background and what got you started. I, I'm I'm a big fan of always origin stories and what what got people where they needed to go. So it's really exciting to hear where you started off what you're working on now, what your vision of the future is. You're doing super important work. Uh, I've always been fascinated with this model that you've been doing. I think it's extremely needed. I think it's going to be a blessing to see it grow uh, and expand and also to see the amount of of companies that you're going to be able to help through this model. And I think it's going to be even a more superior model than what we've seen in a lot of different angel groups uh, around. So kudos to your work. Keep growing it. Keep scaling it. Uh, if there's any support you need from our community, let us let us know, of course. And uh, but it was great having you on. And then what I'd love to do is have you on in maybe six or 12 months again in the future, just to hear about some of the companies and success stories of of funding stories that you've had. Uh, but it is an exciting time, and uh, and obviously just keep going and doing what you're doing. Um, uh, this was great, really, to do this show. To our listeners out there, this is the Pop Health Show. The show is for anyone that has a super strong passion in emerging technologies and how these emerging technologies are making an impact on our society. Uh, Joseph, my, my very last question for you. If anyone wanted to get in touch with you, obviously there's your website, but uh, what would be the best way to interact with you on LinkedIn or Twitter or if you, if you want that to even occur? <laughs> Sure. Yeah, you can you can find me on LinkedIn, and you can also find me on Twitter at Iron Key Capital or Joseph Argiro, just my name, person, last name. Um, and we're we're definitely ramping up a Twitter presence, so happy to see you there. Super, super. Well, thank you so much for peeling off time to do this with me. This was very rewarding, and uh, congratulations on all the success you're doing and continued success to you, Joseph. This was great. Really appreciate it. Amazing, Anthony. Yep. Thank you for having me on. Thank you so much.